In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents. If you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused, you know what? Welcome to the club. Gazpacho police. Oh my God. What a stupid son of a bitch. He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. The Betches Sup Podcast. Sayonara, sucker. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Millie Tamarez. And this is the Betches Up Podcast for C-SPAN Music Group Chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Today, we have a guest co-host with us. She is Danielle Moody. She is the host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast and a co-host of the Democracy-ish Podcast. And you've definitely seen her commentating on TV. Whenever I look at your Twitter feed, you just, I feel like you're just always on TV. You're always talking. You already said this isn't your first podcast today. So first of all, thank you. Thank you for giving us so much of your energy to unpack the crazy news cycle. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You said that we are, I was thrilled to hear we're, we're one of your last interviews before. It sounds like you're going to get a little break from the news. Yes, I am going to shut everything off. I mean, folks will still see me on Twitter and TikTok, well, but yeah. I am shutting, I'm shutting down the podcasting uh, until after Labor Day. So I don't have to marinate in the madness, as I say, on my on my shows for, you know, as we begin the long march to midterms. I need a break before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important. I've been marinating too long. Yeah. It's not taste. It tastes bad. <laughs> it's over marination can ruin a meal. <laughs> yes, it, it really can. can. It can. I'm feeling that's very good. chewy, not quite up to the task, but um, I'm so excited to have you today because uh, the discourse is there's some discourse today because we had a really big, a really big news day yesterday. Yesterday was uh, President Biden's big announcement on some student desk cancellation. So today, I, I want to talk about fairness in America. Yeah, exactly. So just obviously for the background, as we know, President Biden's announcement that the federal government will forgive $10,000 in federal student loan debt has prompted a sudden extreme interest in fairness and uh, (laughs) who the government decides to do favors for. Mm -hmm. People who are interested in that are in for a very rude awakening if they'd like. The 10K is definitely the marquee headline, but the other provisions are also incredibly impactful. You know, this goes up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients to not have to have that balance anymore is, is huge for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people do owe a lot more um, and we'll continue to have that burden, but this is a start. And also this has the maximum a percent of the income you're expected to pay on undergraduate loans, places caps on interest, and that will save borrowers thousands of money. Now imagine hearing this and getting pressed about it, but many did many, many did. I mean, I, I, I find like, first I, I will say this, I, I want to give, because I, I often do not give kudos to the administration because I think that there is more that can be done, but I want to give, uh, the Biden administration and president Biden, you know, a, a deep round of applause on, on what they, on the series of historical pieces of legislation that they have put up 
with Republican obstructionism, right? Like we have to understand that Democrats are doing this work alone. And the fact Mm -hmm. is that they just don't message that. But the reality is, is that these things are getting done because Democrats want them done because they see that the American people need relief. Republicans look at this and they say, oh my God, look at all these handouts. And I'm like, so how is that jet doing? Right. How's your million? How's your multimillion dollar yacht doing? Right. Don't talk to Mm -hmm. me about give about not giving relief to people when there are at least 10 members of the House Republican Party that got PPP loans when it was actual Mm -hmm. Americans that were struggling at the beginning of covid that needed those PPP loans. And you're talking about giving them to people like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, who all benefited um, from that relief. So it's interesting to me that they have grievances when we're talking about the average American who is struggling paycheck to paycheck to not have the burden and the knee of the government on their neck. Right. So, uh, you know, I think that it's laughable. And instead of us, you know, in the in the punditry, like falling for the rope dope, which is the consistent mm-hmm. defense of what is happening. Why don't we put Republicans on the offense mm-hmm. and ask them, why don't you care enough about the American people? Why are you guys always up for the CEOs and the shareholders that don't need any of the tax breaks that you all put forward? But when it comes to the average American person that is trying to put food on their table, gas in their gas tank, right, and provide for themselves and do so while getting a higher education that you told them that they needed because you shipped all mm-hmm. of those good jobs overseas for their tax breaks, miss me with it. So like for me, it is it is that kind of pushback that I want to see Democrats have, which is putting Republicans yeah. on the defensive instead of us being apologetic about giving the American people back the money that they have earned. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this is our money. We're yeah. talking about mm-hmm. relief. We pay taxes, right? We live in the richest country in the land, and yet people are struggling on a day-to-day basis. But Republicans want to hail the American flag, but none of the tenants that are provided for it for everyone. Yeah, you said so many like amazing things, but I'm always like, Democrats need to play offense. We need to play offense, not defense, you know? Uh, and that's Especially, as far as yeah. sports yeah. knowledge goes. But <laughs> <laughs> Especially um, with this where it's like, Sure, they can call us out for some things where we do have to be on the dis- defense. But there, like I said, if the, all the things you mentioned, if they want to talk about fairness, there are plenty of opportunities to point out how how people on their side benefit from the tax system, from from everything. I was even seeing that um, some economists. I was trying to look at the you know arguments against this, and some economists said that it could cause inflation because well, two crazy reasons. One reason is they they flagged that if. This does mean that the government is foregoing income, which is always important to note. Like, we're not giving people back this money. It's money that the government has gone without being paid back for quite a while now and is still, as you said, the Biden administration is, is doing plenty. So some people flagged that this could, the cancellation could cause there to be tax increases to make up for the revenue. Fan, fan fucking tastic. Great. Increase the taxes, you know, and and I'm like, you know, increase the taxes on who? Because again, we've been talking about increasing taxes on people who make four hundred thousand dollars or more households that make four hundred thousand dollars or more. Right. You mean the middle class? Right. So I'm like, so I'm I'm just like, I'm confused all the time when people want to talk about, oh, the federal government is going to be suffering really because they overspent for the Pentagon. Right. When the Pentagon had their budget come up, they overspent by at least seven hundred million dollars for the Pentagon. Mm. So 
don't talk to me about what you think that give providing for the middle class and low income is somehow going to trigger something bad for the nation. When in fact, if we actually wanted to have a real conversation about fairness, then we would talk about multi-billionaires not paying as much as their executive assistants when we're talking about taxes. We would talk about hedge funds, right? Being able to slip and skirt around the tax code because there are loopholes big enough for their entire bodies to fit inside of it. <laughs> so it's from, for me, it's like the response should be what Millie said. It's just like, wait a minute. So the Republicans don't care about the average American. Is that what you're mm -hmm. saying? You don't, you don't care about the fact that the cost of higher education has tripled in the last three mm -hmm. decades, right? And so mm -hmm. you're telling people that a, a high school diploma is not enough to succeed in this global environment, this world that we are living in, right? So if that is the case, then you're telling me that I need to incur six figures worth of debt in order to get a job that in fact is still going to have my head just above water. So I think that mm -hmm. it is important for us to say that Republicans don't want Americans to win. Republicans yeah. don't want the middle class to survive because if in fact it does, then you have a whole host of people that are going to start asking questions as about as to why Republicans are always about the no and about the obstructionism, right? But they're always about the yes for those that are from the oppressive class. Mm -hmm. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. 
Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So do you know, interestingly, who was also opposed to the carried interest loophole? One Donald J. Trump. <laughs> During his campaign, he did vow to uh, to get rid of it. I think this also, I mean, they're framing this as a bailout, which is so disingenuous. But to me, it also, you know, these people don't know that like, it's it's expensive to be poor. So to not mm-hmm. have to pay $10,000 to have to the difference between having a couple hundred dollars of wiggle room a month and having none is really big. And mm-hmm. depending on where you live, having a thousand, like having a couple thousands in savings versus nothing completely can change what you can do with your life. But rich people don't get that. They're just like, they, they don't get the differences made. But the thing is, is that we, again, the way that we frame these entire conversations is that we yeah. are framing them with us on the defensive, trying to appeal to people's hearts mm-hmm. and their morality yeah. for people that have none. So instead of me having yeah. to defend why it is that low-income and middle-class people need wiggle room, how about we start talking about Republican greed? How about we mm. start talking about how capitalism, right, and the greedy 1% has destroyed, like, the American middle class. So instead of me trying to, mm-hmm. trying to spin a story that is going to appeal to people that have no morality, have no values and have no heart. How about we start talking about their bailouts? How about we start talking about their platinum parachutes? How about we start talking about their multiple homes, right? That they are living in and how, and how COVID right. Didn't affect them whatsoever. Right. Like right. how 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 that economic downfall that we are that this administration has helped us rigorously recover from. Right. Mm-hmm. Didn't affect them whatsoever. So I'm tired of having the poor have to be mm-hmm. have to say to the rich, please, please. Like we're all Oliver Twist with our hands out. Please, sir. Can I have some more? No. How about you are greedy and disgusting and you wouldn't be in the positions of power that you were if, in fact, you had not built that fortune on the backs of other people. So instead of me having to defend right? And us having to create this mm-hmm. narrative around the fact that people are poor because they don't work hard or because they are lazy or because they need a bailout and a handout. Essentially, what Republicans say to the American people is that you are undeserving, right? You are mm-hmm. undeserving, right? Of everything. And it is the rich that we need to cater to. So I would love that narrative to be switched instead of us having to defend why it is that we need relief. Mic drop. <laughs> no, that is an important thing because we. I tend to always like. It's interestingly because it's interesting because a clip of Elizabeth Warren sort of went was going around last night because Alex Wagner was asking her. You know, because there will be. It was interesting the way that they flagged the question was that Alex Wagner asked her. You know, whether or not this Republican critique is valid, you will have to respond to it. And I was sort of like, do we? Do we have to? And, you know, she gave a really good explanation of who this helps and that it's low income people and it's not the Tom Cottons that went to Harvard. But yeah, I mean, it it is defeatist to continue to say there is no validity to their arguments, but how will we, how will we confront them? Republicans aren't even debating anymore. Like they, they they said like they don't even, they're not even engaging in debate. They don't show up to town halls. They are very comfortable not replying. And, you know, again, you know, I know we're going to talk about what Republicans and their hypocrisy and who got, but I'm just like, Devin Nunez got a $1 million PPP loan for his winery, for his winery, you know, like all these people. Disgusting. You know, I'm like, and again, $20,000, $10,000 is, is game changing for 
somebody like, you know, who's been like struggling and like, I think what we, you know, it's hard because I do, I do have that instinct of like, well, I know a lot of people who maybe feel removed from the, like from this problem or like, oh, it's helping a bunch of whatever. So mm-hmm. on, on one end, I do want to be like, hey, this is helping me personally. I signed predatory private loans that ruined my life. And I still and now I get to like not worry about these public ones. So mm-hmm. I still have that instinct. But it's also like at the same time, like you're right. Rich people don't do this. Like any kind of government loophole, like that's what they do. Like that's, they get, they pay, they pay someone to find these loopholes and these tax breaks and the PPP and all that. Like, and they don't care. They're not, they're not ashamed. They don't have to prove anything. So it's like, yeah. what is this instinct? You know, that nobody's we, like, we I would love for them to ask Joel Austin to prove why he doesn't have to pay taxes on his mega churches and gets, you know, and gets PPE, PPP loans. They're never asked to explain and to grovel. And, and here's what I will say to, you know, to folks um, who say that, you know, we need to provide some type of defensive posture to what Republicans are putting out is, and, and my response is going to be, why? Why do, I, why, why do I have to say anything in response to a white supremacist cult? Right. Like, why do I why do why do I have to turn? Why do I have to turn around and defend and defend anything to people who have defended the most disgusting nature of like of of people? Right. So I'm sitting around and I'm begging you and say and you're going to turn around and tell me that this what you're providing, this little bit of relief, this $10,000, $20,000, right, is somehow going to be the downfall of the country, but all of the tax loops that they're able to benefit from somehow doesn't. That like, oh, what did Mitch McConnell say uh, after uh, we provided economic relief during that during COVID? And he said, oh, well, Americans need to get back to work like they're mm-hmm. all just sitting around. It's the premise that they believe that Americans are lazy. And that it is the top 1% that are the hard workers, right? And somehow, if you don't create the parameters of, of depression and of oppression, then everyone is just going to sit at home. We're talking about people who literally have six figures in debt because they wanted a higher education. Aren't we about mm-hmm. applauding education in this country? Right. Aren't we about people wanting to better themselves? Well, I don't know anymore. Right. And pull themselves up from their bootstraps. Isn't the isn't that the Republican mantra? So you're telling people, oh, because I may have struggled, you should struggle. Give me a break. I just I'm I'm tired of us not having conversations about greed and lies. Mm -hmm. Right. And viciousness. Mm, And then and then it is it's the rest of us that are just better keep having to put up these sob stories about, you know, the single mother that went to school because she needed to provide for her kids. And now her kids are, you know, they they have no home to live in because they're crushing under all this debt. I don't need that story. I I don't need that story. No, totally. I've had to sort of like like CBT of myself to like, I always repeat to myself, like scarcity mindset. Like all of that Mm -hmm. is just the idea that there Mm -hmm. is not enough is not correct. Like the wealth Mm -hmm. is being hoarded. I even just in my personal life, when I feel myself like feeling competitive with a woman, I'm like, this is not, it's because that's the scarcity mind. They want Mm -hmm. you to think that we're all fighting for what there is. 
then there's only a little amount. There's plenty. They're just they're right. hoarding it, like you said, the greed. And they, you know, they work really hard to keep us in that scarcity mindset. And and literally any kind like they still have that scarcity mindset themselves. They feel like if they lose any little bit of the things that they hoard, that they have like in over access and oversupply, that they're losing out on a lot and they they you know that that it's a loss for them. So any any kind of kind of posture towards equality is them really losing themselves. So that's mm-hmm. you know, that's something for me to keep in mind. And also like yeah, this we need to have a talk about it, like about their greed. But I'm also like, they're trying to, they're also trying to prove over and over that government doesn't work, that everything that government does is ineffective, that it doesn't actually affect people's lives, and therefore we should defund it. And I just keep thinking about what Republicans have been doing for the past few years to teachers. And how they've been like really harming that profession, how teach the teacher strikes going on and all this stuff and how this is going to really help teachers. The student loan, you know, um, you know, $10,000, $20,000, you know, even if you go to a state school, mm-hmm. that's still like you're still graduating with debt. And then you get into this profession that is so thankless for for many people with with all this stuff and then republicans constantly trying to cut and be little and all that so i'm just thinking about yeah like they they don't want this they want to talk about you know they want to center the conversation about bailouts but they also mm-hmm. like don't like when things actually work and totally. happen because you know their whole thing is that government doesn't work well, government doesn't work when you have people that are actually going in to make sure that government doesn't work. And I want to mm-hmm. talk about the, te- the teacher comment that you that you just made, because all of this is a ploy about keeping people, about creating a permanent underclass in order to mm-hmm. have a permanent upper class, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what Republicans want to do. They want to defund education at the K through 12 level, and they want to and make it almost impossible for you to get a higher education because what does education provide? It provides Mm. movement from your economic class, right? Mm. Which means that people are able to actually move outside of their caste system here in the United States. We don't call it that, but if you are born into poverty, the the probability of you staying in poverty is quite high. Education Mm. is that bridge. But if you burn that bridge and you burn down the schoolhouse and you defund schools that decide to teach curriculum that is outside of the white male cis hetero perspective, if you Hmm. decide to attack teachers and you say that you can be sued, right, Mm -hmm. for just the smallest infraction, if you create an environment that is scary, right, for teachers and for students alike, then what do you think that parents who can afford to move their kids out of school will do? They will. They'll take them out of the public school system. So then what will Republicans be able to do? They'll be able to then say, well, we don't have the same amount of people that are in the public school system anymore, so we don't need to provide the same type of resources. And by virtue of this kind of thinking, they begin to defund the public school system. And then what happens then? Then you have the privatization of that, you have mm-hmm. Google's Google High School and Microsoft High School. Meta School. Teaches, right. Meta School that teaches you just enough to be able to work on their factory lines or to work in their cubicles, right? Order in order to continue to feed the beast. All of this mm. is part of a larger plan, 
right? Mm -hmm. To create this underclass in America. And when you see black and brown people on the move and on the rise, and you recognize that that is a threat to your privilege and power, what are you going to do? Everything and anything that you can. This is what this looks like. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And yeah, like it's not even like sometimes it's even outright like trying to defund or make it scary or sue. But it's also just like, yeah, if you're gonna if teachers can't get raises or like inflation is going so high and yeah, like any teacher would be like, OK, well, I have to pay rent. I have to pay my student loans. I need to work. So and then. I mean, yeah, it's teacher winter season where, you know, every half of everyone I know who's a teacher has to beg for, for fundamental resources. And, and I think that part of this conversation also that women hold two thirds of student debt in the U S and I don't think that these like critics are being, are smart enough to be gendered in their critique, but it's, it's like you were saying, I mean, it's, it's this path scares them and it's, it just doesn't seem to be a coincidence. But aren't they smart enough? Because if women are the ones that hold two thirds of the debt and women are the ones that represent 80% of the teaching profession, and then you go ahead yeah. and you decide that abortion is no longer legal in this country in a majority, mm -hmm. in a majority of states, which is an economic obstacle for women, right? Being mm -hmm. able to decide if and when and how you plan a family right? Like you are taking away the economic power, right? And progression of people with uteruses in this country. This is, it's not like this, it's not like these little siloed attacks, right? This is part of a 30, 40, 50 year plan, right? To bring mm. us, to pull us back into the 1950s where women and people of color had absolutely no power and no recourse in the courts, right? This is where we are. And I want people, you know, to wake the hell up, right? And pay attention to the fact that this is not a choice, you know, in the upcoming midterms, just between, you know, two parties, you have an authoritarian regime that does not believe in people's humanity or rights or equity and justice. And then you have Democrats. So it's mm -hmm. like it, the choice is it, it really isn't a choice if you want to have a future, or if you care about your future or the future of your family and friends. You did mention the midterms. What do you, this week have, has sort of seen this like rush of confidence that Democrats will definitely keep the Senate. Every article I see is like our fortunes, Democrats fortunes has shifted. Mitch McConnell is openly admitting that their candidates are, are low quality. What goes through, what do you think when you hear those? Like, cause we were talking about earlier that we were like, Oh, I don't want people to think that it's not going to be hard. And they don't turn out. Cause like you said, this still will, the way that things are stacked against you know, Democrats and most people are that this will still take a lot of effort. So what are you, what, what are you thinking about as in these sort of like 10 weeks? My feeling is this, um, you can leave absolutely nothing on the table. I don't give a damn about what Mitch McConnell says, but I will say that he is right about one thing. The Republican, uh, senators that they are putting up are trash. And I mean mm. like absolute trash human beings, right? Like you wouldn't have them train your dog. Even Walker who told me about global that I don't need to worry about the global crisis because the right. bad air that's over China won't Ghost. be coming into the good air that's in America. You mean that Herschel Walker? Do they teach? Oh, we got enough trees. 
right? Did science happen in Georgia or no? They, they defunded that too. Well, they're trying not to actually. <laughs> so, you know, for me, it's like, here's the thing. I think that everyone, we, we have consistently told people that every election is consequential, that every election is yeah. an emergency election. And by doing so, it's almost as if people think that we are crying wolf. But if you are paying attention over the last six years in this country and you have seen a considerable rollback in rights in our democracy, like you cannot take anything that Republicans say, as well as those that got on the Supreme Court and said that Roe v. Wade was precedent and they wouldn't touch it. Right. Mm -hmm. We need everyone to show up who is eligible and able to vote needs to vote in these midterm elections. We've had a couple of bellwether spots in New York 19 and in Kansas that have given us some energy. But the thing is, is that they are not above lying, cheating and stealing. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can't steal everyone. Right. If mm-hmm. everyone shows up like they did in 2020, there's only so many things that you can lie about. So our numbers need to speak for themselves. Definitely. If you got stuck in an elevator with Merrick Garland, what advice would you give him with regard to investigations into Trump? What, what are you dying to tell him? What do you need to see from him? What are your thoughts on the raid aftershocks? Um, <laughs> if I got stuck in an elevator with Merrick yes. Garland advice is not what I would be giving him. I would be shaking the (laughs) shit out of Merrick Garland and saying, sir, um, I understand that you believe in the fundamental institutions, right? And our agencies. But the reality is, is that if you do not prosecute this MFR and everybody that is around him, then what Hmm. comes next is going to be worse and not Hmm. and saying that it's for the betterment of the country or we care about the country. So we need to roll this under the rug. Let Hmm. me just be very, very clear. We are at the tipping point of a civil war in this country, Hmm. right? All Hmm. weaponized by Donald Trump's rhetoric Hmm. and Republicans lies. So Hmm. the longer that Merrick Garland takes, the more time that you are giving these people to stock up right? And prepare mm-hmm. and get ready. Mm-hmm. They need, a, yeah. we need accountability because people need to understand that the actions that have been taken over the last six years, right? Will not be stood for. And that actually nobody is above the law. So I wouldn't allow Merrick Garland out of that elevator until he said <laughs> to me, Danielle, I'm on it. Democracy is at the forefront of my mind. And we know that these people are dangerous and we're coming for them. Hmm. Alrighty, so what we're going to need is we're going to get Danielle to the DOJ, and we're going to need an insider maintenance person to pull, push, push a button, get it yeah, done. Damn that elevator! For the good push of the country. We usually uh, we usually end on Thursdays with kind of recommendations for our audience, things that might be uh, getting us getting us through the week. It's a segment we used to do a lot. And we recently brought it back. So I'm curious, do you have any like comfort shows or snacks or like maybe your vacation? What's been getting you through? What has been getting you from Monday? to tomorrow when you have your vacation? What's been getting you through? So what's really funny is that mostly I don't watch anything but the news, which is part of like what's Same. wrong with me. Um, <laughs> but I just... I just That's what's so <laughs> right with you, Danielle. I just binged um, Uncoupled, uh, the Neil Patrick mm, Harris and Tisha, Cam- yeah. and Tisha Campbell show. I thought that that was funny as hell and so Amazing. well written. Um, so mm. that was really fun. If you're looking for something, uh, to binge and I know that I'm late cause I, again, I don't, you know, participate on time in pop culture. <laughs> um, but also I meditate twice a day, every day. 
Uh, so for how long at once? So I do guided meditations and sometimes in the morning I'll do like five minute, the five minute energizer. If I have more yeah. time, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, and the same thing at night, I just like to bookend my day with mindfulness, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because the middle of the day makes me crazy. <laughs> totally. So. <gasps> awesome. What about you, Melly? Oh, I, well, I, I, I talked about it yesterday, but I just finished, uh, loot season one. Yes. And, um, you know, Maya Rudolph plays a billionaire who again, um, but, but you know, she like gets divorced and she tries to wait, whatever, but at the, 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 the season finale, which is a little bit of spoiler, but not really. She's like, I'm going to give away all my money. Like billionaires shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a really cool, smart uh, way to talk about billionaires and like how they solve solutions and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And Maya Rudolph is just all time amazing comedic actress. So yeah. it's such a me. treat. It's such a treat. Such yeah, a I watched treat. that. I've got to check out Uncoupled. I, I, what's been getting me through my week is that I have my bachelorette party this weekend. Oh, I know. It's just in the city. I just got like a nicer hotel room than I would ever, ever get. It's not even a suite. It's just like, and I'm just going to have like a slumber party where everybody goes oh, home I but me. Love this. Yeah, we're going to watch like all the movies and like, I even was like, I guess we can go to a bar, but they're like, we'll just make you a martini bar. So I'm thrilled. I can't wait. Oh my God. Well, congratulations. Is, I, thank I literally you. had my best friend, one of my best friends bachelor <gasps> parties last weekend, uh, uh-huh. in Napa and Sonoma for the weekend. And it was oh, like, beautiful. Divine. Did you go to Devin Nunez's winery? <laughs> I, no, no, I don't, drink, I don't drink poison, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm very into homo social environments lately. It's kind of all I can handle. So <laughs> I will be leaning into it. Thank you so much, Danielle. Where can people hear more of your insights? Yeah, you can check out Woke App and Democracy-ish wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can follow me on TikTok at Danielle Moody underscore on Twitter and Instagram at D2Cents, D-E-E-T-W-O-C-E-N-T-S. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. That was our show today. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Zimmerman. I'm Millie Schmeres. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betcha Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.